Thank you so much for tuning in. And my next guest is the former Britpop sensation and icon, Meg Matthews, who has this wonderful new book out, The New Hot, taking on the menopause with attitude and style. It's a huge task creating such a book. How long did it take you, Meg? We started in um, Meg's Menopause Instagram went up in 2017. The website, January 2018. The products, yeah. February 2019. And then the book came out uh, October 2020. And I suppose I started, started uh, got my book deal, I think, 2019. Okay, great. And um, the, you are the master of reinvention because I guess like um, about 20 years ago, you were, you know, going around and um, amazing kind of club doyen. And now your life has changed so much in that you are a guru of wellness, health and well-being. Did you ever imagine mm. you would do this kind of uh, lifestyle? Um, no, but I think that, you know, everything is put in your path for a reason. And, you know, I, I went through um, a bad menopause and I knew I had a platform and um, I was a celebrity as such and I could see that no one was talking about it and yeah. nobody was, you know, I was looking at all these amazing actresses and singers and everybody and I was just thinking, well, nobody's, nobody's mentioning it. It's not being mentioned anywhere. Yeah, and 52% of the population are going to go through this. Every single woman is going to go through this, even if it's in their teens to their 30s to their 40s but it's just not talked about. It's not taught in schools, yes. um, in the curriculum, in, the, in, 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 our, um, in our medical schools. The curriculum is only three hours out of seven years and it's all old um, menopause. It's nothing up to date. So we really are behind on, on all of this and it's gonna affect every single woman. 90% of women will get symptoms. 20% of women will leave their jobs for the sake of not being able to cope. When yeah. we look at the NHS system, 70% of women work in the NHS than men. Um, and they are finding it very hard to cope with, with all the PPI and the overwhelmness and, and being on the, the front lines. So it affects the family. It affects absolutely everybody. And when we look at it, it's something that will affect husbands, children's, uh, parents. I mean, it just affects everybody. And it's something that I could not believe that was never talked about ever talked about the only thing I could ever relate to it was the uh sex in the city Samantha having a hot flush that's the yeah. only thing that I could actually remember mm. you know and we put I would put down to the people like the golden girls would be the women that were having the menopause but they're the same age as me now 
So, you know, it's, it, and, and it's something that I, I always thought was never going to happen to me. I gave birth in an hour and 15 minutes. I never had a day off gains from school. I never had PMS. I never had period pains. Wow, this just yeah. was not part of my life. Mm-hmm. So I just never had given that much attention to thinking about anything about, you know, cramps or, you know, or, you know, feeling shitty for a week before my period. So for yeah. me, I was just like, no, it's never going to happen to me. And then it did happen to me. And then I was just so astounded by the lack of information out there, yeah. you know no information but not information of like that was just like speaking to your girlfriend or making it easy it was Mm. it was built like a minefield out there when it's so it's not a minefield it is just so easy yes absolutely but as you say there is there is nothing out there there's no readily available information but now the conversation has started Mm. it's a lot more accessible so um you have with this with this book you've already spoken at literary festivals you've been on all manner of tv radio show and um you're helping women every day with it so you know it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing, Meg, and you must you must feel quite an empowerment from doing this. Yeah, I really feel like I have a purpose, and even more so that I was more in shock was that within five days of me signing my deal with Penguin in the UK, the US picked up an Ebury, and it's coming out on right. the twi- the twelfth of January, and. I mean, the the emails behind them and the people behind them wanting to speak, I mean, is huge as well. So I'm quite blown away that Mm -hmm. even in January, it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be huge in the US. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've got great people behind me and big celebrities that have written, you know, like Angelina Jolie and different people that have written in my book and Oprah Winfrey. So it's, you know, I'm quite excited yeah, uh, about the US as well, which mm. is something I, you know, when when the territory picked it up, I mean, I didn't really sort of, you know, just went oh, and they were like, no, this doesn't happen. They'd want to mm. know that this book was, you know, and they've had to rewrite the whole book as well because of the oh, NHS. Okay. Oh wow! So yeah, being rewritten and it's got a new cover, and it's because we can't. They have to talk about private healthcare, so the whole thing has been where I talk about the mm. NHS. Yes. they talk about private healthcare, so everything is being rearranged. So that's really exciting, and that's starting. That's on the twelfth of January. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, congrats. Mm. Very and good. It's, yeah. So yeah, it's all yeah getting quite exciting, and yeah, there is a movement happening yeah and Mm. different people you know are being in touch with me that I never thought would be in touch you know that are just you know I mean we've got like Michelle Obama's just done her podcast on um, menopause and Sharon Stone has has done you know the the cover of Allure people are coming out and they're starting to talk about and there will be change and you know lobbying with government and you know women that are you know we receive a collection cholesterol test uh, a letter when we're 40 and we also get one when we're 45 so within that I'm trying to get that everyone at 40 and 45 will know what the word perimenopause I'd never heard the word perimenopause uh, vaginal atrophy 
post-menopause, menopause, mm. um, you know, all these sayings that sure. I thought I'm a well-read woman, but I never had a clue that perimenopause can last 10 to 15 years, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's like it's a lot of you know there's a lot of information out there that us women Mm. should just generally have i mean one out Mm. of two women will have osteoporosis a silent killer two out of three women we we suffer more strokes and heart attacks than men Mm. in our 50s dementia diabetes um i mean collapsed pelvic floor you know you have tenor lady everywhere i never knew what tenor lady was i just saw saw this woman with gray hair jumping around the field you know wearing a panty pad it's it's just the lack of estrogen your pelvic floor will collapse i mean it will be and you know one out of two women will be slightly incontinent not let you know but like we'll have to wear one daily and i mean these are the things that you know that we're just not told Mm -hmm. well thank you for bringing it all to light and you were just talking about how you're going to be soon launching in america and you have these uh, fabulous contributors there but you yeah. also, in the original book, in the UK version, you have yeah. amazing contributors from Lorraine Candy, you have uh, the Dr. Newson, you also have... Yeah, all of them. Yeah, really brilliant. How did these collaborations come about, Meg? Because I've worked with most of these, nearly all the women that are in my book, we're on a personal... Um, personal chat level everybody that's in my book is um basically i talk to dr louise newson i mean i work with her all the time i'm an ambassador for the menopause charity with davina mccall lorraine kelly liz earl so there's a big group of women there that we are the ambassadors for this uh Mm. for the menopause charity uh lorraine candy i've written uh pieces for style magazine or for her on my own journey and sexual things which was quite great when she was still there I was the first person to be on her Atricia's podcast when they'd never done one before so everybody within my book we yeah uh, we just speak most of the time because we're all passionate about this Liz Earl uh you know Lorraine you know everybody really who's part of my book is just it was just a phone call and yeah. it was just like, could you do this? And then just working out which people would contribute to which uh, chapter. Yeah. Well, it's it's a fantastic book. Um, you've done so many interesting and um, aspirational things in your life, Meg. You've gone through different times. You've been interior designer. You've created different products. How does it feel having a book out now compared with all the things you've done? This one. Uh, yeah, and it's, and it's an amazing, beautiful book and it's what that I wanted and I wanted it to be that size and to have the illustrations and be pink and they just be beautiful. very easy. So you can pick it up and read a chapter and put it down. And also it was really great that I was able to um, get in with the trans community because nobody was pointing any of that out. So nobody was saying that when um, women are transitioning into men that they are not looking at their their estrogen levels and they are getting osteoporosis in their 20s and stuff. So it's really great that I'm now part of that community and really working with them to, to bring awareness around that. 
which is great because that topic was overlooked at and also to bring the bit about men in there and you know and just make the book it to be something you could just pick up you know read a chapter and put it down and then an egg is in the chapter and you know there's just you know all different people and it's very easy to read and also it i mean in the first uh we sold 12,000 books within a month which i got told that even the menopause book yeah. would sell probably 3000 in a year well done That's so 12000 yeah so i'm you know was like quite blown away by that because i mean for me i don't understand books so i didn't really know but everyone was like that's quite amazing yeah. because uh, and also i've i've been i'm in popular medicine i'm i'm 9 weeks in the in the yeah top i saw time. that yeah, I've been there for weeks. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing, really, considering how many health books are out all the time. Yeah, for sure. You know, and absolutely. It's been a very hard year this year, twenty twenty. So it's great to be bringing something really positive out there. Mm. What would you say, Meg? Are the things that you find that help you day to day in these times generally? So I make sure that um, I basically always go for a walk, always try and get outside. And I usually take my dog. I mean, it's still dark when I go out, but, you know, an hour and a half, I walk around the park. And I just think that that's something that you need to do if you're working from home, if you're staying at home. You know, it's like, you know, some days I really don't want to do it, but 10 minutes out of being outside, as long as you're wrapped up, Yes. You know, as long as you're warm, it, you know, you can have, you know, all sorts of weather, but as long as you're waterproof and warm, I think that for me has kept me sane walking yeah. for an hour and a half. Um, a long I've been walk. Doing, you know, Very good. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't seem, I'm always with friends. I don't really walk sure. on my own. We have, a, there's a group of us that we meet and we walk, mm. um, you know, not that many group, by the way, just in case people thinking, you know, but <laughs> so it's good because it, it's like usually at 7am in the morning and we talk and we're on manage table to have a moan and a this and a that and yeah. we have our dogs. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very healthy. Yeah. So we do that and, um, and it flies by 8 to 8.30, I mean, 7 to 8.30. You think it seems a long time, but when you're just chatting mm. and Lovely. looking, you know, it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. And the other things I did is I made sure that I worked out every day. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw your videos. 10 brilliant. o'clock, I do yeah. uh, Richie Swan, mm-hmm. uh, Sort Your Fit Out. Um, he finishes this Friday, and I think it starts again in January. And mm-hmm. that is just a great routine. It's like at 10 o'clock, I just say for 40 minutes, you know, that's my time out. Yeah. So, I do that and that's really kept me sane. Um, I try, I do yoga for only 10 to 15 minutes in the morning when I wake up just to basically get my body moving. I do, I'm not good at meditation, but I try to do five minutes of meditation. So just these little things that people talk about, you know, um, just, you know, it's, it really is as well. Like, um, you know, your diet, it does really, for me, really, you know, if I eat rubbish food or I eat foods that are, 
you know, just not good, then mm. I, you know, I, I do get moody and I know that. So it is best for me to, to yeah. eat clean food and to eat sort of healthy food because when you do start eating rubbish and sugar and sweets, I mean, you just go up and down like this and your moods do swing and, you know, just be aware that, you know, loads of coffee, we do love it. But then, you know, you just got to really everything in moderation. Yeah. And absolutely. it's just about, learn, you know, and, and it's also, also about small steps. You don't have to all of a sudden say, I'm going to run 5K. I'm going to just live off, yeah. you know, eating loads of steamed vegetables, just tiny steps. You don't yes. have to give yourself huge goals. Yeah, that's very good. And it's very interesting in the book also, the chapter about sleep, because this is one thing for uh, women at our age now that it really is a very difficult thing. Have you any tips, Meg, for sleep? Right, for, yeah, for, so for sleep, I would say, um, if you could try and, and keep all your devices out the room, Mm-hmm. is a great one anything with the blue light will affect your sleep we know that it affects our hormones so if you can keep your devices outside your room um i also have um these crystals called shangnai it's from russia oh, wow. i have these around my room they're usually used in cancer hospitals because they they stop any emf rays so rays that come from anything they stop mm-hmm. and this can help you sleep better um, I would definitely say if you can at night have, um, have uh, um, a magnesium or an Epsom salt bath. It okay, would usually really yes. calm yourself down and uh, magnesium is great for sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good one to do before you go to bed. Um, also, we are quite addicted to watching Netflix and, and box sets and stuff like this. You know, if you can stop for like an hour before you go to bed and maybe, sure. you know, read or do something also mm-hmm. really helps. Um, another thing that I really swear by is uh, a company called Honor and they do a thing called Dream On and that really helps to sleep. Um, you can't get melatonin and GABA in this country, which I think is great and get it in the States, get it all through Europe. You know, um, which which really can't get it here. Mm. I know it's madness. So you know, if I'm having a good sleep, then I will take GABA and melatonin, melatonin now and then when I know that I really need a good night's sleep. Um, You know, it's sleep is just basically also as we know, the melatonin is made in the pitch black. So I wear eye masks. So okay. for you to make melatonin, any sort of slight light. So if you have a light from your, even the red light from your TV, remember to turn everything off at the walls. Yeah. And then I wear, def, I wear, wear um, sleep mask. So yeah. I'm pitch black. And I also wear earplugs because any, I'm such a light sleeper nowadays mm. that I just use those wax ones you can buy from anywhere. But that really does help because any noise will wake me up. And then once I'm awake, Mm. my brain will start thinking and then it goes into overdrive and then it will Mm. be. And I usually wake up. I'm good at sleeping. I go to bed about 10. That's good. So 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. So that's five hours. I reckon that about 4, 4.30, I will start to sort of wake up. So I have to make, I really try to not wake up 
So if I have the eye mask and the earplugs in and all the uh, devices out the room, it will really, it really does help you to sleep. You might just think, no, it won't. But if you do try it out, it will Mm. definitely. Oh, thank you. I mean, a good night's sleep is just, you know, wow. When you get one, it, your your day is yeah. so improved, isn't it? So, but it's hard. To yeah, because night. you eat better when you when you wake up and you're hungry. You usually just want to grab things that are carby, and mm. you know, you keep thinking, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry," because your body's telling you that you're tired. So okay. you just want to grab. You know, you don't think I'll have a nice green juice and a fruit salad. You'll probably mm. say, "I want to have this," or. A, a muffin or something yeah. which is just going to just give you that sudden energy but then you will just crash again right. so you know yeah. even though you might not fancy any of that it's just try to eat stuff that will give you energy for a long amount of time especially yeah. like protein just keep you know if you can keep to protein rather than yeah. eating um you know carbs and not saying i mean i'm not this anti-carb person but you know if you're going and you're you're bypassing on the way to work or you're at Starbucks or you think oh I'll just grab that muffin or this then you know that you're going to go up and then you're going to you're you're going to absolutely dip yeah right yeah wow and supplements are really important a hundred percent supplements yeah 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 at this time of year you should be taking zinc you should be taking d and you should be taking c they're the three and a good probiotic you're going to take any yeah great really good health tips and meg when you were writing the book did you find that you had like a best optimum time for your writing was it like first thing in the morning last thing at night or just the whole day or no so basically what i did is um i had a ghostwriter from scotland (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah and um her name is Jennifer and she's like um, a stand-up comedian and she did a fringe stand-up comedian and I met her and she'd sort of written a very small book. She wasn't really a writer, but, and she hadn't yeah. done this before. Yeah. And we, and the way that we did it, because of course I'm dyslexic and of ADHD, I knew everything that I wanted to write and I'd, I'd notes here and there, but I had nothing really. So I knew yeah. each chapter, I knew what I wanted it to be. So yeah. within my house, we stuck on those, you know, those white sticky things all over the walls. Oh, excellent. For each chapter. And yeah. then we had post-it notes. And, um, and we just basically spent the day of each chapter of the things I wanted to say. Lots of stuff as well was already sort of on my website or I talked about in blogs or interviews and stuff. It was just getting it down in the book. And that's how we did it. Mm. so there was no you know I did start having a book and then sit there and write in the morning but I'm so much better at being vocal and just chatting away yeah so for me writing was not ever going to come across the way that I wanted it so she Mm. was there while I was saying yeah and this and that and then that would be you know would be funny and make her laugh and then we were just writing notes and sticking all over these walls um was just full of um post-it notes and just big white pieces of sticky paper that we stuck up and we just wrote and that's how we did it and it worked great for us that sounds a really fun way like you're really living the book (laughs) 
Yeah, it was because it was no use me sitting there writing because it just wasn't me. I'm much better at vocally talking things and then we would go back and then we would talk about, say, supplements and then I would go and do the supplements bit. So if we had to do, right, say, today, Meg, you're going to write supplements, to me, it, might, it wouldn't work. I'd just be like, oh, God, what am I going to write? But then if she just called up and said, oh, can you tell me something about this? Or how did you feel about libido? Then I would just go, yeah, la, 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 la. Okay. So it was a lot easier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And how about another book? What's your um, take on that? Yeah, there is like been talks of another book. Um, there, there is um, talking about another book, but um, not um, anything um, not that I've actually sort of think. Yeah, I mean, this one, I mean, what, it only came out on the 1st of October. So, you know. Wow, it's, yeah. Yeah, it only came out, yeah, on the 1st of October. And then in the States, it comes out in, in January. So I just think, you know, um, before what have I got to write about yet I don't know I think I need another year or so to get some more yeah the more you know of of you know I think things I will like will move a lot long a lot faster and we'll have lots more new information on things that we're finding out so yeah. I think another year or so before because everything will be too soon everything I've put in this book is what's up to date now yeah, and I think in another year or so we'll be finding other new new things, yeah. Um, and yeah, and you know a lot more research is being done within um, you know bioidenticals, body identicals, synthetic, you know, you know different yeah. homopathic. I think we need a bit of time because you know I put everything in that book that's up to now, and I think I need about you know at least another year or so until we have new. Yeah. Yeah. New yeah. Uh, ideas. Yeah. And yeah. You have um, managed to uh, have the book, as you say, it just came out in October, and it's not an easy environment to be launching a book, but you have done amazing with this. Had you yeah. a lot of different plans and launches, events prior to this, or was it going to be like real uh, engagement? No, because I mean we went into lockdown in in March and my release date they're so ahead anyway was always October. Okay. Because they wanted it around World Menopause Day. Yeah. So, you know, we were going to launch because I had, uh, in May, I was going to have my conference and then the conference was going to be in October and we were going to do the launch when we were had the conference. And, you know, we were going to make it very special and book signings and everything. But that didn't happen. But I cannot believe that I got to go and be at the Sunday Times Cheltenham Literary Fair, which was uh, phenomenal with Sam Baker, who lives Mm -hmm. in Edinburgh. And I mean, that was, I mean, I could not believe that I was on stage and, and I was in the everyman and there were, it was, it was, there was over 300 people there. And I didn't really understand how all this was working when all of a sudden you weren't allowed to have two people in your house, but there's 300 people in this theatre. So, you know, and that was amazing because just to be invited and to be, to talk at a literary fair when your book is like been out, it'd been out four, five days, I think. 
right. seven days yeah. of military fair. So just to get invited to talk at that was, mm. um, yeah. you know, was quite amazing. Well. And mm. yeah, it felt brilliant. Yeah, well, well done, Meg. I'm so proud. Thank of you. you. I know. Welcome. Who would ever have thought I'd brought out a book? Yeah, no, it's superb. It's really exciting. And uh, I love you. It's, it's really great with the fact that you, you know, you're talking about your dogs and stuff and how they really help you. I just think that's so, so beautiful and so like honest and it just, it's really real. I think a lot of mm. people uh, get a lot out of it. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Cause it just didn't want to be another medical, you know, it had to be written from the heart, like someone that had been through it. Yeah. You know, they, because I couldn't find anything like that. I wanted to sort of mm. find a book that was a friend speaking about it, who was, you know, who was willing to speak about, you know, losing a libido or, or you know, just putting on weight. And your mm. products, the Meg's menopause products, mm -hmm. how are they going? Are you, are you still doing them? They're still going, yeah. I was lucky in lockdown, Boots bought for 435 stores in the middle of lockdown in July. So, really? yeah, they put it into 435 stores um, because women's wellness and the menopause has been seen to be one of the biggest um, growing industries now. Right. Being yeah. worth up to 600 billion now, it's saying the menopause because it was never being tapped into before. Mm. So with the CBD and the products and they're in Holland and Barra and I just got made um, the one of the, the sort of, I don't know, the person who spoke out or something in Holland and Barra, I got some awards for 2020. Okay. Yeah. From them, which is good. So it's Holland and Barrett and Tesco's and Superdrug and Amazon and most chemists and mm. and then also on um and then my e-commerce is now being made, it's called Meg's Marketplace and it's gonna be like goop. It's gonna be oh, uh, a shop. Yeah. I'm gonna be everything from clothes to makeup mm -hmm. to creams to crystals to everything. And Meg, I was just going to ask with you the new uh, version of the book for America. Yeah. Will you, will you possibly have to go to America for launching there or do you know yet about mm. um, Well, at the moment, of course, um, they're all working from home. So Penguin, and it's on Ebury, which is great because Ebury is Glenn and Doyle and all them lots. So, um, okay. but the problem is, is that they all, are all working from home. So every time I do um, Zooms with all the different marketing and everyone, they're working from home. So until that they don't work from home, Mm. They can't take me to America. Uh, so definitely won't be January. It'd be way too soon. If it is, they're looking at March. Yeah. And they're hoping that March is looking like that. Um, mm. It should probably be okay to go in March. So Okay, that'd be good. So hopefully I'll be Your birthday, isn't it? I know, my birthday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so lovely. hopefully, yeah, um, we'll be looking at doing stuff in March. But there's loads of Zooms and... You know, I think, you know, like when I did this morning, I just did yeah. it at home like this. Yeah. So 
yeah. I just think if they they said if there's any talk programs or anything like that, then then it will just be set up from here yeah. with um, lighting and stuff. So it's I think it's pretty easy to do. That that's really good. It can be done remotely. And through the whole lockdown and everything of 2020 being such a tricky year for everybody, what would you say, Meg, that you have missed most about it? I've um, just um, hanging out with your friends, I think, is, yeah, friends, definitely. Just having that freedom just to, just to, with not actually just being able to go, let's meet here, let's meet there for a coffee, let's just go and have lunch. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I think Mm -hmm. I've missed that the most. But also, I forgot to say, the most exciting thing for me is I've got QVC, so I'm really wow. excited. Okay. Yeah, on the 8th of January, I start. Wow. And Amazing. then I'll be on all the time. So, yeah, so that yeah. should be a bit of a game changer for me yeah. with QVC. Very good. Well done. That's mm. exciting. Yeah. So uh, it's a bit like that film, Joy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. Yeah, so I've got to go. Yeah, they, we've been in touch and talking and now it's all, it's all set and it's all in the diary. And mm. then I start on the 8th of... So I'll be yeah. going to Chiswick in the studio, selling all my products. Excellent. That's and good. yeah, it should yeah. be good fun because I think yeah. if you're selling your own products, it's easy because I made all the formulations. So I made the ingredients, yeah. I made everything. So I did the packaging, I did the whole lot. So it's quite easy. Yeah. Yeah. And just some words of advice, Meg, if you could just give a few words of advice in a nutshell to people that they're going through this time, they're going through menopause. If you could tell somebody from your perspective you know what would you, what would you, that what would you say to them you know kind of keep going or stay strong i would just say talk about it share about it just just uh, just talk just don't try and keep it in and think what's going on like i did and spent three months in you know in indoors on my own oh, yeah. um, yeah, which I didn't leave the house and I was overwhelmed and I had anxiety and I didn't talk about it. I didn't share about it. And you know what? The minute that I did open my mouth, uh, a friend was like, yeah, that's me and that's me. And then, you know, so just be the one to start the conversation within your friends. Don't be embarrassed about it. We're all going to be going through this. And if any of your other friends say that they're not going through it, they will be going through it. They are not... This invincible yeah. superhero. Immune from this. No, so whatever, even you know, from you know, even from forties onwards, talking about it, people are, you know, will have symptoms, will mm. be able to. So you just be the one to start the conversation yeah. and yeah, just even pick up the phone to your girlfriend, or mm. if you can speak to your partner, you know, mm. speak to your children. Just start the conversation. It will just make everything so much better. People will help you you know your family will help you people will understand why you're 
you know, moody or why you get angry or why you're exhausted or why you want to lie on the sofa all day instead of them just thinking what's wrong with her. If you just talk about it, then they'll just, you you know, they'll be like, okay, you know, Hmm. it's, um, yeah, mum's tired today. Let her just do this. Or she doesn't fancy going for a huge hike or, you know, Hmm. why don't, don't, you know, we'll help do the Sunday lunch or let's not do a Sunday lunch. Let's get a takeaway. I don't know. Hmm. Just little things. I mean, that is what I would say. Don't just try and go through it on your own. And if you are going through it on your own and you don't feel confident about talking, because I have to remember that that there are lots of ethnical groups and lots of other different different societies within our society that can't talk about these things right. you know they can go I, on my app there on my app women are communicating all the time you can chat to other women and ask any questions so if you decided that all of a sudden that you didn't decide that you had two periods this month if you go on there and you chat other women will chat to you all day long So you can just share and you can get information and advice from other women. It makes menopause, uh, the app, it's free, it's on Android, it's on Apple. Or if you go to the website and you just type in anything from, you know, belly fat to to loss of libido, to, Mm. you know, thinning hair, everything will come up on there. I have great doctors who write for me all the time. That's wonderful because if you if sometimes your own immediate family they are not going to be able to help and talk as much as maybe a complete stranger because like mm. I tried talking to my mom about it and she's just kind of like oh yeah well I can't really remember but yes periods all stop but then I'll get one and and she just like she didn't really see the relevance of it I yeah like that happened years ago and. It just, it happens to people and you deal with it. But I know, I think this is now. Now, yeah. Arena that, you know, it's a, it's a huge thing to, to. Yeah. And also I think like, you know, we were a different generation. We didn't talk about feelings. We didn't talk. Yeah. I mean, if you were, were, you know, you had bad anxiety or you, you, you were, you know, um, you know, you were worrying, whatever, or, you know, we didn't talk about mental health and bipolar or whatever. We said you were a manic depressive. I mean, fancy being labeled a manic depressive. So, you know, it, you didn't, you couldn't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. So we have so many things now that we're more open and that we can talk about and say, oh, God, I'm really suffering with this. I mean, you wouldn't dare say, oh, my God, I'm just I can't I can't cope with um, this or I'm overwhelmed with life or whatever. Mm. You, you just yeah. didn't. You couldn't say it. And I think our parents just had to get on with it. So mm. they would have just brushed it under the carpet. So they probably don't remember because they just had to get on with it. And I was speaking to someone yesterday who's someone who's writing a book about um, menopause going back hundreds of years. And oh. I used to always think that we um, we would have died before the menopause, but I'm learning that we didn't and our bodies mm. were would have to just carry on but we are we are at a a time now where we should be taking estrogen you shouldn't just be going without it you know what I mean it's about prevention you know because our bodies are supposed to you know they can do they can of course carry on but if you can replace something then you will replace it 
Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Meg, thank you so, so much. Absolutely uh, incredible to speak to you. And, and you too. Beautiful book. Thank Very you. Exciting. And yeah, so I look forward to catching up again soon. All right. Loads of love,